everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I am Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick Wall. And today we are going to be talking about the biggest phenomenon that's been going on well over a decade now, going 13, almost 14 years. Talk about the MCU. That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, um, again... Wait, you're going... saying I was wrong from the last episode? I didn't get the acronym right? That is correct. Yeah. You got that wrong. So, no, no points for you. <laughs> it's not that you were wrong. It's just you were not right. Yes, ah. exactly. I somehow there, feel a little bit better. There are no wrong answers, just wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> Don't feel bad. We're all wrong here. Everything we say is pretty much wrong. So, Which, leading into the MCU... They pretty much got that part right. They did get it right. That's the exact opposite you know, of us, of this show. So we get it wrong, they get it right. So we need to borrow their formula, see what they did. So let's talk a little bit about the, the MCU guys. So um, what do you, what's, what's your take on it? What, what do you love about it? What's favorite MCU movie out of them so far? Um, I'd, I'd definitely say favorite movie. Uh, you know, as I've said previously, is one that makes me laugh constantly and Thor Ragnarok I did not stop laughing the entire time that is such that is a really good one Edgar Watiti did a great job yes, with that movie absolutely I mean you just start at the main screen you know oh no Thor's in a cage what's gonna happen <laughs> you get Gladiator Hulk I mean come it, on. yeah and Gladiator Hulk movie? you get Matt Damon as Loki cause yes. you know he was the original Loki <clears throat> yes he was what people really don't know wasn't Dog Hunt, that's a great movie go look it up yeah. exactly <laughs> you know reappeared in Jane's Town Bob reboot God looks a lot like Alanis Morissette <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that one that was just uh, that's definitely my favorite but I, I just have to say the uh, the the timing planning that they had to put into to make I mean it, it's not exactly a seamless you know, transition through all of them, but every single one of them ties into another one yeah. mm-hmm. every time. And and I just think that that formula wasn't, you know, wasn't really out there. Like, not even, you know, Star Wars or Star Trek or any of the other ones, like, you know, did that as seamlessly, seamlessly yeah. throughout the whole way. So I, I think that's my highlight for them. What about you, Patrick? Uh, so... <laughs> The MCU is just fantastic. Let's just go ahead and say that right there, then and there. I'm a bigger DC Comics fan, but the MCU movies are way better than the DCU movies. Like, I, I love me some um, Justice League. It's my jam. But those movies were crap. <laughs> the Snyder they, Cut was actually ridiculously good. It's also the, four hours long. <laughs> the cartoon Justice League was better. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then to that point, though, they, they kind of rushed it. Like, they did. The MCU, they yeah. took their time. They gave solo stories to everybody. Years apart, they built it up because I think it was 2012 when Avengers came out, the first Avengers. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And then you have 2008 is when you had Iron Man. So in four years, you know, they spanned out basically, what was it? They had Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Captain America. I think the second Iron Man came out too before. The second one came out before Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, Yeah. because they introduced. uh, Yeah, because in the third one, he had PTSD from the first Avengers. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But needless to say, they took their time with it. Whereas, like, to your point, like, Justice League, they kind of just. Hey, let's just throw this stuff together. They, yeah, they, they saw Marvel's earnings report and exactly. all their movies yeah. equaled one point five billion. They're like, "Well, yeah. I want that money." Yeah, yeah. the shareholders we have all of these licenses. That was the problem. The shareholders went, "Oh shit, why aren't we getting that cut?" Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, "Make us movie now." <laughs> well, because they were relaxed too. To and I'll let you get back in a second, but they were relaxed too because they, you know, for a while they dominated the the movie market because they had, you know, even though it was 
not as special effecty, but you know they had the original Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they had you know the Batman in nineteen eighty nine came out. You know mm-hmm. which Michael was. Keaton. They also had Christopher Nolan's Batman. I don't know why they just didn't say you know what we're making the DCU exactly. and that's the first canon ever. I, yeah. And and yeah. why don't why why haven't we seen you know why haven't we seen a return of old Bruce Wayne? You know, retired Bruce Wayne because you know Michael Keaton is you know up there in age now. Why don't we do that? Yeah, <laughs> that do Batman be a... Beyond where exactly. Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne. Exactly. Well, actually, they are bringing him back. Are from they? What I've rumored. So the new Fl- the new Flash movie that's coming out, which even though I'm not a fan of the guy that plays the Flash in that, I'm more of like the TV show Flash kid, mm-hmm. uh, Grant Gustafson, I think is something name. like it's a cousin of the guy who plays Arrow. But he's he's like Steve Amell. He like hit that character right, and I, I don't want to veer too much off the movie subject, but mm-hmm. like. In the new movie, it was rumored and confirmed supposedly that mm. with the Flash, he's gonna it's gonna basically be where he creates a Flashpoint. Yeah, and it's gonna be Which to... the multiverse in the DC, okay. and Michael Keaton is gonna reprise his Batman role in that. So um, I was gonna say so was Adam West, but he's dead. Yeah, he's, I mean yeah. they could CGI and they, yeah. they CGI uh, Tony Soprano's mom in the last episode. So. Uh, also, the you know the biggest blow to Family Guy, they no longer have their mayor. Nope. 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 Uh, but back to oh, your no, point, though. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, sorry about yeah, that. Way to turn also, it down. <laughs> just real quick, bringing um, following up on Tony, like they're doing Flashpoint. They've done that a million and a half times. Why are they doing this again? It's like watching Peter Parker watch uh, Uncle Ben die. Like we know this because they haven't done it in the movie yet. They have animated, well, but no, they've done no, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase. They haven't the done Flashpoint the paradox. Movie. The animated movie is fantastic, <laughs> where he's going after Reverse Flash in World War Two and all that fun yeah. stuff. And you, oh my god, it's such a great movie. Uh, but I'm, see, I'm really afraid they're really gonna botch it and like really fuck it up. At least Michael Keaton will be in it though. Yeah, yeah. so it won't be completely <laughs> ruined. But I will say the DCU, when they do standalone movies like Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they absolutely nail it. But when they try and rush those team ups, like, yeah. no, this is not working. Yeah, well, and I Wonder really Woman was Man absolutely great. What? I really like Man of Steel. I, yeah, I, I, Man, I, I, Man, I, I, I Man of Steel. Steel. Yes. Yeah. But. They tr- like you said, they tried to rush that team up so quickly. Like we met Aquaman before we saw his movie. We saw him in the first um, Justice League movie. Same thing with I mean, Wonder Woman. I mean, let's yeah. just, let's be honest. Batman versus Superman. You put Jason Momoa in any freaking character whatsoever, and it's gonna go good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's true. I mean I'd like to think I'm not gay, but Jason Momoa. I, I mean, <laughs> I'd like dude, to he's it. hot. I really want to believe this. Yeah. <laughs> What's the plot of this movie? Uh, a lamp runs around killing people. Who's the lead? Jason Momoa. Does his shirt Sold. Does his shirt come off? Yes. We've got a movie, people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's another sign up, but that's kind of like how Kevin Smith felt about Ben Affleck. He's like, because he knew Ben Affleck as he started. He's like, he believes Ben Affleck can play anything. He's like, even like Jaws five. He's like, yeah, Ben Affleck plays a shark. Like, yeah, <laughs> play so kind of like that. That's how how much he believes in him. But um, but back, back okay. to your point. Back um, to the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah the like, MCU. So I was saying that. As much as I'm not a fan of the Marvel comics, their movies are actually really good. Um, one of the big points that I love is the Incredible Hulk. Then that's different than the the one that was back in the early 2000s. Yeah, which was a shit film, and I can't even remember who stars in it. It's that Eric garbage. Banner. Eric Banner, directed by Ang Lee. Eric Banner plays Eric Banner. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton was fantastic. Yes. Because well, they, that's the actual MCU one. Yeah, that's yeah. the other Hulk. Which a lot of people do don't um, realize that that's MCU. Just be, they swapped actors. It was supposed to be Edward Norton in The Adventures, but he just wanted too much money. So, right. like, Mark Ruffalo will do it for a dollar and a half less. So, yeah. guess who's going to come over and do it? 
I'll do it for a dollar and a half less than uh, Edward Norton money. <laughs> Take but, it. But um, it's one it, like everyone doesn't realize because it, it doesn't even look like an MCU movie half the time. Mm-hmm. It's just they made another Hulk. But if it wasn't for Robert Downey Jr. at the end credit scene, you wouldn't have known that was an MCU canon right. type thing. Exactly. But I think they they found a formula and they just threw it at all their properties and guess what? It's working. Yeah. Really well. <laughs> But um, I would have to say Endgame is my favorite mom MCU movie. Just because of the one, the portal scene at the end where Captain America is just like down in the dirt, pretty much beaten. And then on your left, he's like, huh. And he sees all the portals opening. And then that, that epic song just plays. Yeah. Like, I remember in the theater and be like, fuck yes. Yeah, that's... And then everybody, and I, everybody from the MCU up to that point is walking through a portal right. coming to kick this one dude's ass. And, and that's it, like the one time I've ever been in a movie theater and it's felt like being in a sports complex yeah. <laughs> with the amount of cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that one actually got more cheers than the Lightning win in the Stanley Cup. It, it may have. It may have. The <laughs> only thing that I could think would rival it would be from the same movie when Captain America picks up Thor's hammer and starts whooping that ass. Because yep. everyone was like, oh, Thor's using like back the hand. He's like, nope, it's Captain America. I remember the entire theater's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and if you love, love Thor, it's like, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fat Thor. I <laughs> love you, you fat bastard. He's in there, Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have to say Endgame is my favorite because they were just, I mean, it took 10 years to build up to those two exactly, iconic yeah. moments, but once you saw them, your heart came out of your chest, you got an immediate nerd boner, and you're like, I'm going to watch the shit out yeah. of this. And the first time you ever said Avengers Assemble. Yes. Yeah. Because every, every other, time they cut yep. it up, the Avengers, and then they cut it right to the credits after that point. Yep. And then he says, Avengers Assemble. And then Thor's like, yeah! And they all just start running. And the, the, um, the movie also has the female Avengers, where everyone just... Yep. To protect um, Brie Larson. Yep. Fuck, her name? Captain Marvel. Yep. Like, yep. Captain Marvel. Don't <laughs> worry, she's got help. Yeah. And then all the females from every MCU movie. Like, and you're like, I'm not genuinely like a feminist and I don't try and push the feminist agenda or anything but like that was dope as hell yeah <laughs> that was a great milestone to see in not only that movie but just in general absolutely oh I agree I'm, and for me it's kind of like uh, for me my favorite one <clears throat> I, I mean it's got to be the first Iron Man uh, a couple reasons number one because one of it, it started from, it all it, it did start it all and that's kind of the thing but I liked it because it was still it's raw compared to what <clears throat> Everything they developed came. the formula. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they actually had the plan. From what I understood, was like uh, uh, Kevin Feige, 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 Feige. Um, you know, producer of Marvel. He's the one who basically they and they have to give you have to give him a lot of credit for being a big part of this whole formula. So he's now in charge of the entire MCU. Exactly, yeah. and so he oversees everything. So that's why again, you got one person really overseeing everything, so it stays pretty in- intact. But you know, they thought they were going to make this. A universe, but they didn't announce it until after the Incredible Hulk, mm. and they were testing the waters. So they're like, "Let's see how this is going to work." Mm. Um, but just bringing Robert Downey in because you know I knew Robert Downey from you know in his teenage movies, like going back to like John Hughes stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he's in like Weird Science. Uh, he was in uh, Back to School. Back he to did school. that, which wasn't yep. a John Hughes film, but he was in it, <clears throat> and he played the gooky 
the goofy guy and, you know, just the funny, goofy kid. And then he kind of grew a little bit and did some serious roles like Chaplin. And he did comedy like Air America and stuff like that. And some drama stuff, uh, chances are, with Sybil Shepard, I believe. And then he did, well, like, a massive amount of blow. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but then he went on his benders that and he was, had a lot of issues. But then he came did, back and you see him. Did he also do, was he in, uh, was that U.S. Marshals? Was that the one with... Uh, Wesley that was Sykes a sequel to Fugitive. Yeah. Fugitive, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the he was semi-bad the, guy. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he did, like, Zodiac and stuff yep. like that. But, you know, just seeing him come back, and it was such a good combination because, you know, Robert Downey had substance abuse issues, and Tony Stark had substance abuse issues, and I think John Favreau, who directed, you know, Iron Man, said, you know, he basically had him in mind for it, and not because of that, but he's like, you know... He overcame a lot of stuff. He overcame a lot of stuff, but he just fit. And now, if you look back, you couldn't picture anybody else. Right, it's no. like a character he could connect with. Exactly, you know, mm-hmm. more than anybody, like or most people could. And he was a fun billionaire playboy. Like you know, you got Bruce Wayne, who's very brooding. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. going back to that comparison, like Bruce Wayne, Batman. For those of you who don't know, and if you don't, I'm sad. Um, <laughs> but then you know, you got Green he's, Arrow. You know, he's Oliver very proper. Green, you know, and they're all like they're just like the billionaire playboys are always like brooding guys yeah. in comics. But like Tony Stark is more like, hey, whatever. And I love right. the fact that he's just open about. It. I have he's PTSD like, from my Iraq, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Give me a hamburger. <laughs> and he's the guy who doesn't try to hide his identity. Like, yeah. At the end of the first Iron Man, he's like, you know, I am Iron Man because he starts reading out this you know that fake story about like the bodyguard and all this stuff he's like you know what no i am iron man you know and he tells you straight out and he doesn't mind he doesn't hide it um but he made it like a fun role um but i also like what they did with how it how it grew Mm -hmm. so each of the individual movies like thor captain america first avenger iron man the incredible hulk each of them had their very own unique feel like they felt different Mm -hmm. they were in this universe then you get to the avengers and from the avengers on they all kind of felt unison. It's yeah. all like they kind of grew. Like, hey, I'm my own person, but now we're a team. Right. Um, I know it sounds kind of corny, but then you watch, like, Avengers. And even though Ragnarok was very colorful and, mm-hmm. you know, the other ones. But you could kind of feel a very similar vibe mm-hmm. to all the individual standalone movies after the Avengers. I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you kind of felt... I'm not saying it was all uh, exactly uniform or, like, it was uh, uh, formulated that way. We're like, hey, mm-hmm. it's going to be cookie-cuttered. Um, but it just it feels like hey it grew into something and then they were growing together yeah even when they separated off and did like you know even though I wasn't a big fan of Thor Dark World um, but you know Thor Ragnarok you know Iron Man 3 Mm. you know because they kept now they had to tie it in so Mm -hmm. it it was nice to see the kind of growth it's like oh because like you said Incredible Hulk felt very different It Mm. it was a very dark movie and but it was also really well done. I it was. It I was. liked the Incredible Hulk. And, well, and and also like what they what they did was they've given, you know, Disney has you know, done bad things to destroy certain genres of movies. Jo- uh, oh, know, movies, yes. You know, and also the last three Star Wars. <clears throat> uh, so anyway, two of them weren't bad. I'm throwing that out there. I, I didn't say they weren't bad. They were very visually well done. But anyway, that's another episode. Uh, but they like gave people a chance, like directors that didn't yeah. have big movies behind their names. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they had really good up and coming movies, but at that time they didn't really have like, true. Like, a very long list. When I heard list. Taika Waititi, I was like, exactly. the, the guy from um, What We Do in the Shadows, the New Zealand, the New Zealand TV show, the, the guy from Green Lantern. Oh, did he do this movie? Oh uh, yeah, he oh, did. Wow. He did that with Ryan Reynolds. That's why they were making a joke of uh, Ryan Reynolds when he did. Um, when he was doing Free Guy, mm. and also I think he's uh, Taika Waititi's also did the the, the second Deadpool. Uh, I don't think he did. No, the no um, there's uh, 
there's another movie coming out with the two of them. Um, uh, I know they're in Free Guy together. But so he's like, so they're talking like, oh, well, you guys didn't do a movie together, like a superhero movie that was like really good together? They're like, oh, no, we didn't do that at all. No, no we've never done this before. It's, it's, that's it's like the, the end of Deadpool 2 when he goes back and shoots himself Exa- for yes. reading the Green Lantern script. Yep. He's like, that's not happening. Yep. And Taika Waititi was in like the very beginning of Green Lantern. Oh. Like he's like the analyst guy for the um, when they're doing the flight. I would go back and rewatch that movie, but then I would have to go back and rewatch and that rewatch movie. the movie exactly. <laughs> uh, but that that to me was like a big gamble for them to you know give these you know directors like I'm sure they gave them the the feed of hey this is the scope we want, but everything internally that you can do with the character build mm-hmm. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like this is where we want the story to go, and there's like you know this linear line that we still want to match at the end. But everything else, free reign. What have you got? And, and they, they delivered pretty much each time. Yeah, I, I would agree, you know, Thor 1, meh. Thor 2, same. But pretty much every other movie I, I loved out of the MCU. Um, I, I don't have a movie that I look at and I'm like, this is a terrible movie. Yeah. I, I say, okay, it's... It's I haven't seen best. Black Widow, so I'll reserve my judgment on that one. Yeah, I still haven't fully and seen that one yet, too. Although I, I really, the thing about that, what I'll say, even though I haven't, I've seen part of it, I didn't get a chance to finish it yet. But uh, from what I heard, I mean, it's supposed to take place between Civil War and Infinity War. Or yeah, right. Or yeah. So the, between those so two, it's basically. right. It's basically right after <clears throat> Civil War. Okay, so you're not really like it's not going to give you any big secrets from my yeah, understanding. Yeah, there's no of, like, like transcendent storyline that goes through. Yeah. It's just an entertaining movie. Yeah, but it's still part of the MCU, so it's something like if you're going to say you watched every right. movie, you're going to have mm. to watch it. And I personally, I don't have any problem watching Scarlett Johansson. So no, me, does. <laughs> I, no, 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 really? no, not Scarlett Joe. No, I have no problem watching anything with her in it. If it was physically possible for a man to get pregnant, I get pregnant by her. Nice. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Scarlet Joe, if you're out there and, uh, and you know the way. Sorry, Becky. Speaking of that, there's a movie from the 80s called Mr. Mom with Schwarzenegger. I think we can make it. No, that's not happen. Mr. Mom. Yeah, Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. No, Mr. Mom was Michael Keaton. So right. what's the Schwarzenegger movie called? Uh, Junior. Junior, yes. Oh, that's right. It came right after Twins. Yes. All right, so let's make a correction. Mr. Mom was Michael Keaton where he lost his job. His wife took over and had to start making the becoming the breadwinner. He had to learn how to be a houseman wife. Junior is where Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. Who, yes. Who also partnered with Danny DeVito, I believe by the same director that did Twins, so that's yep. why they kept them the team up. Gotcha. <clears throat> now so that again, we cleared that up, we... <laughs> so again, we welcome you back to Movie Talks and ADD. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, squirrel! <laughs> oh, look at the butterfly. At least we stayed to movies this time, exactly. not legal advice. <laughs> Legalzoom.com. <laughs> um, Hashtag but... not sponsored. <laughs> We're not getting kickbacks on this, so, you know. It's um, a pound sign, how dare you. <laughs> pound sign, not the other thing, Patrick. Hashtag. Thank you. Um, so, real quick, guys, just so everybody knows, you're going to hear this going forward. I do not say that word that begins with the H, the word that shall not be spoken. It's a pound sign or a number sign. I'll let that go. Always was, always will be. It is not a, Patrick? Hashtag. Thank you. It's um, the, the tic tac toe symbol. <laughs> I'm also in charge of our social media, so I take care of hashtags. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yes, but thank when you. I dial an automated telephone number and it says, please hit the pound sign when you're done, I know what to hit. Yeah, <laughs> like, at least you do, because I knew somebody that didn't. <laughs> um, but uh, pound sign back to MCU. Uh, <laughs> what what I liked about um, you brought up about the directors and giving a chance. And even though he's he's done other stuff and he did things, but like Joss Whedon, if you would have gone back in time and told the guy who did the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie with uh, uh, Luke Perry in it, you know, it'd be like you're gonna 
You're going to do Avengers. Age of Ultron, and it's not going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually going to be really good. Yeah. Right? And, and But not just that, but talking about like the actors and stuff. Now, even though most of the actors were pretty well-known, which was nice, um, a couple other things about the MCU, like the Incredible Hulk, which the unusual part about that is they took more creative liberties, I should say, from the TV show as mm-hmm. opposed to the comics, which was kind of odd. for. And now I know they do some things a little bit different, but they try to stick pretty <clears throat> pretty uniform to the comics, or pretty true to it, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, but the TV show that had, you know, Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno, Lou Ferrigno still to this day is probably the only guy that actually pull off a human Hulk without CGI. Yep. And be awesome at it. Thank you, Lou. Um, <laughs> although I would have to counteract uh, the guy that played uh, the mountain on Game of Thrones. That dude is pretty big, too. He's tall and he's thick, but he's not Well, have you seen him without his armor on? <clears throat> no. He is massive. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anybody's that they're not big enough to. I'm saying they can actually pull it off. Well, like, yeah, hey, I mean, he, of course, they... He looks very hulking. Like, yeah, he didn't have to act. Yeah. The, he really <laughs> he didn't have to say in. anything. Just run in with yeah. a giant sword. <laughs> but they, they took a lot, you know, away from, you know, instead of going totally from the comics, they took a lot more from the TV show. But the people who read the comics when a kid watched the TV show as they got a little bit older and they liked both of them. So, because the whole beginning scene in The Incredible Hulk was the danger and, you know, the gamma machine mm. that he's in, that's the exact beginning from the TV show. Oh, okay. And because he was actually uh, affected by a gamma bomb. He was on a military test site and he, uh, uh, Rick Jones, I believe that his sidekick kid was in the way of, he was about to get blasted or they were letting off the bomb early and, uh, Bruce Banner grabbed him, threw him into a ditch, and covered the blast, and he got hit with all See, the that's what they rays. did in the Eric Bana movie. Like, he was a kid yeah, in the military. Yeah, so that was the site. only thing that that movie got right, mm-hmm. if I can even say that it got anything right. At least they got the... Well, actually, no, it wasn't, because he jumped in front of the machine. But no, in, in actual comics, he was, like, on a test. It was a gamma bomb. Yeah, yeah, So in the Eric Bana, like, they were living on a military base, and right. they detonated something. He was outside in the yard playing, and his mom... When he was like, a kid. Him. Yeah. But when he actually got affected was in the lab when that machine went... I've deleted that part yeah, of my so. brain. You're lucky I remember the first five minutes. <laughs> I, I, well, I wish I could uh, forget about it, but my point May was... May I introduce uh, you to alcohol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this mean, is my friend Jim. <laughs> so we know what they did wrong there, but you know, with the Incredible Hulk, they did that. <clears throat> it was really well done. Um, I, you know, I love the TV show. I forgive, so I, I'm good with that. I'm good with what they did. But uh, the interesting thing about it that a lot of people don't know is... You know, when they were doing it, they were actually... Marvel didn't have all its licenses <clears throat> for all its characters. So they really wanted to they do, like, have. a Fantastic Four and X-Men. They're starting to get all those. They didn't have spider I know Spider-Man's on loan right now but yeah. uh, by Sony. Um, but they didn't have them. So when they first started, they're like, you know what? If we're going to start this and, and test this out as a universe with, with movies that intersect and, and cross over and become one big, long storyline... They chose to start with Iron Man because he wasn't that popular to the people nowadays. Mm-hmm. He was a very Golden Age comic, trickled into the Silver Age, was still around. Um, but the kids that that market was geared towards to watch the MCU in the theaters... Barely even heard of them. Yeah. Never heard of them because they were all X-Men people. That was the time yeah. when the X-Men was huge, you know, because X-Men came out later. And, you know, even though they were around for a while, but that's... Most kids loved the X-Men or they stuff had, like that. They and had that, animated series yeah. and then that bled into yep. the first... Live action X Men. That's where we learned about Hugh Jackman. Exactly. And and they were the first one to do like a series of movies, like with X Men movies with a whole group of people. So yep. it was already enthralled. So but when you do the X Men, like because it was popular with the kids, like even though kids are 
kids, but they can be very they, they pay do pay attention to the stuff that they like. And so, you know, if you don't do that right, you know, you get highly criticized. Yep. And they did for a couple of their movies too, like Dark Phoenix and stuff like that, and then uh and whatever I can't remember the Apocalypse one. Uh, they got kind of dinged for those because they didn't stay true. But that aside, um, they said, if we're going to do this, let's test it out with someone. Like, if you had a Superman movie <clears throat> or an X-Men movie or Fantastic Four, the, like, people are like, no, it's got to be this way or else it's not going to be right. So Iron Man, you could still take some kind of creative thing, even though they stuck pretty close to the to the actual comic. You know, they you could change it and nobody was really going to make a big stink about it <clears throat> as long as it was a good movie. So, but they stayed true to it. They did it right. John Favreau, obviously a really good director. Yeah. You know, I think they chose the right guy because he is kind of a geeky dude too. Right. Um, so they picked him. He did it. Did a great job kicking it off. And what a, what a nervous wreck he must have been. He'd be like, the whole <laughs> beginning of this thing is going to rest on me, <clears throat> making this a blockbuster. And it was. And then you got the Incredible Hulk, which didn't do that well. But they said, hey, it did well enough, and we have enough fan base now that we're going to continue. So, like the Incredible Hulk. Um, Iron Man, the Avengers, all the Avengers team, those are really golden age type people. Yeah. And and so they weren't gearing towards the audience unless you were people like me or us, you know, were read comics. I read all of them and I was fortunate enough to have like family that was very uh I hate using the term geeky, but they were, you know, my grandmother was huge comics. My grandmother actually had a picture of uh with an action comics number one. Oh, the wow. original one. Damn. I wish she still had that to this day. Cause It'd be worth a couple million dollars if she did. The highest one was like just sold like one near mint, so three point six million, I believe. Wow. Um, but she had one in her hand as a photo. But my grandmother talked to me about taught me about Doctor Strange. She had Captain America. Like my grandmother did from when she was a kid, and mm-hmm. she gave me a bunch of them. You know, and does, does she have anywhere to invest the money? <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, they were so out of shape and yeah. you know sold, and, and they weren't like key issues. But she yeah. had like except for the action comics, but she didn't have it. She, I just had the picture of her um, with it. <clears throat> but so I grew up with that, and then you know my uncles grew up reading the Iron Man mm. and stuff. So that's how I got my love for it. So when they came out with that, I was really excited. Um, but they really just said, hey, you can do whatever with these characters. Um, but they stayed true to it. I mean, Ant-Man. Ant-Man was not that popular. No. Uh, you know, he was barely an Avenger in the comics. Yeah. He was there for like one run. Yeah, when they got to Ant-Man and like Guardians of the Galaxy, they're like, we got to make another movie. We want to do something different. They're like, Ant-Man? Like, nobody thought that was going to work, but they, they did it right because they made it more of a comedy. And They did it right because they hired Paul Rudd. Well, yeah. Paul Rudd, and then you get, you know... And, uh, they, and they basically just gave him his script and said, <laughs> okay, you do you. Yeah. <laughs> do what you did in every other movie and just keep doing that. Like, whatever Judd Apatow told you to do, just yeah. do that again. Uh, but just, you're going to do it when you're smaller. Uh, but you get Michael Douglas in the movie. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you can't lose with that kind of Katie stuff. Katie from Lost. <laughs> Kate from Lost, that's her name. That's the other thing I like about the MCU movies is, you know, you get all the actors in there, like I said before, you're pretty well known. But then all the older school, like the side characters, are like hugely seasoned actors like respectable actors like right. you know like your Michael Douglas I think uh, um, uh, Jeff Bridges I yeah. mean you know you, you get all these huge Kurt people Russell. Jeff Kurt Gold, Russell Jeff Goldblum I mean you know you just get these massive people that are like very highly respected and they're like hey these are your side characters that's that's how much of an impact I think it has because those actors are the type of guys that they've been around long enough they're not like scraping for money, so they're not yeah. like, I'll take any part, they're not up and coming. These are guys that can sit back and relax. You're like, you know what? It might be kind of fun to do that movie. It's a small part, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But for them to want to get into a role like that, mm-hmm. you got to appreciate what kind of impact that has on, on, on everybody overall. I, I yeah. also feel that like Jeff Goldblum was the only other actor they were like, 
They didn't give Paul Rudd a script. <laughs> they didn't give Jeff Goldblum a script. They were just like, sit in this chair and do Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> we'll put you in the makeup and the costume. Just do Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Speaking of that costume, the, they made his lip purple in the movie. But in the comic books, that guy is just all purple. Yeah. But Taika Waititi didn't want any resemblance from Earth Girls Are Easy, that movie he did in the yeah. 80s, where he played a purple alien. Oh, so like, Gina yeah. Davis in it? Yeah. Gina yeah. Davis, and Jim, uh, Carrey. Jim Carrey, and Damon Wayans. Yep. Yep. But they, they were in like, almost like Teletubby suits. Pretty much. Yes. yes. With they like were, beaks or they something. They were the original Teletubbies. Yeah. <laughs> Those original nightmare fuel puppets. <laughs> <laughs> But they didn't want any relations to that movie, so, like, Jeff Goldblum has to be purple. Like, no. Lit does. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I say that's, that's kind of sad about the MCU, or at least sad for me when I go back and think about it, is, you know, I was watching it, it started in 2008. <clears throat> I said it's almost been 14 years it's been going, and we get to this point, and I look back, and I'm like, shit, there's 14 years past in my life that I forgot about. Like, I'm in my 40s now. My <laughs> early 40s, but I'm still like, when did this happen? Because I was like, I was like 29, I think, when they first started coming out, 28. And I'm like, holy God. So, like, I'm going to be like 90 if I make it that long before this whole thing even gets close to being over. Because <laughs> now they've opened all these doorways. If it gets over. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just gonna like just keep playing, just keep dropping DVDs or not, not DVDs. I shouldn't say anymore. But just well, keep but on. when that time comes around, it's just gonna be downloaded to our microchips. Oh, exactly. It's, it's not gonna take years to make. It's gonna be a guy in the backyard with a camera yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for ten days. It just it's done. It's uploaded. It'll be like Be Kind Rewind with a uh, with uh, Jack yes. Black, where they're just making horrible versions of the movies because they accidentally it's, erased them all, exactly. but people loved them. Um, Oh man, but it's you know, it, but I'm thinking about it. I'm like, God, how much more time is gonna go by? Like I'm gonna be 60, and I'll be like, Hey, you know, Thor Seven is coming out. And I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it because I'm looking at the Chris timeline. Hemsworth is out there with a walker. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had my hammer. <laughs> Side note: Did you like him in reboot when he did the hologram? Oh God, yes. <laughs> Your hem's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, do not try to do anything to the hologram. Don't or do anything hologram. sexual <laughs> or hump the hologram. <laughs> Don't say things like "Oh, fuck me till I'm Thor." Yeah, you know, yeah, like, till I'm Thor. <laughs> my wife does it. He's like, "I will not be degraded. I have to deal with it with her. Yeah, I yeah. will have to take." it from you <laughs> side note back to ADD hey it's still MCU <laughs> it's still MCU yeah it's Chris Hemsworth yeah uh, but yeah so, I mean it's like you know you're gonna watch all these movies and but I hope they keep doing it the way they're doing um, keep the formula they yeah. found it right I mean it works yeah yeah well, because also, I don't know if you know, but Marvel did years ago, they tried to do movies, like in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and they tried to do, there's a 70s version, an 80s version of Captain America, it's god-awful, um, <laughs> if you really want to see something to make you really respect, like if, if somebody's not a fan of Captain America as the character, and they watch this one, and they're like, yeah, it's Captain America, watch that one, you'll, <laughs> you'll love this You'll think this, this one's guy. like an yeah. Oscar worthy masterpiece that is America's ass that that really is he's like throwing a shield in the old 70s 80s version and it's like on strings and you can literally see the strings and it's the shield's floating and then it like comes back like a frisbee and hits a guy in the head and then it it goes back on strings and he he catches it in his hand and uh, they did a a a shield movie a Nick Fury movie and it's the the Hoff uh, you know David Hasselhoff plays uh, Nick Fury which I will say if you look at the comic book cards or the comic books of Nick Fury. Was and it David in Hassel, German and did look, he sing? He did not sing. <laughs> was he wearing a giant blue leotard with just like straps of ammo? No, no, he actually, had, he actually had very similar. He had like the, well, the Nick Fury comic book. So it was like, 
like a like a leather type jacket and suit that was zipped up, very similar kind of like the X Men outfits. Okay. Uh, but then you add in like the the sh- kind of like those straps there. Yeah, the shoulder straps <laughs> yeah. for the gun. <clears throat> so, but I mean, I was like, you know what? He doesn't look that far off, but it's still it's David Hasselhoff. Stick to being Knight Rider. <laughs> you know, Michael Knight, stick to that. You know, uh, do do that thing. But they also did a. Uh, um, a Fantastic Four movie, 1994. Another god-awful one. Roger Corman did it, and you can watch it on YouTube for free. Uh, and watch it if you want to really respect anything else. Like, if you think the Fantastic Fours that came out in the 2000s were bad, go back and watch that. Again, this Oscar-worthy compared. Um, <laughs> Chris they, Evan gets an Oscar for yeah, Fantastic exactly. Four. I'm surprised that that's even in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Watch the movie. Just look up Fantastic Four 1994 on YouTube. They have the whole movie. You can watch in one clip. It's not like it's separated. You have to watch commercials. Wow. See the whole thing. Very horribly done. Uh, they had the rights to the movie. They had it for like X amount of years. And if they didn't make a movie by the by the year it was up, they would have to give the rights back. So 1994 was coming about. Or 1994, I believe, was when the license was going to be up. So 93, they're like, we got to scramble and make a movie. So they just threw this thing together. <laughs> and they just had to have it made. That's it. They just had to make it. They didn't have to show it. It didn't have to be full-on production or in theaters. It just had to be done. <laughs> and they did. And it's horrible. I mean... I feel like Billy Madison just walking by. Here's a nice piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of shit, the, the thing, he looks like like the rubber poop monster from uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, my God. Or not uh, Dogma from Dogma. Yeah, from Dogma. It's, it's basically like a, a orange rock version of that. Wow. You know, that's how bad the costume is. And it's then, an like, hour and a half long. Yep. At- <laughs> and it's worth every minute of horribleness. <laughs> if you want to feel, if you're if you're an aspiring filmmaker, so everybody knows if you're getting into the indie film or just starting out or, or you've tried it a little bit and you're not having a lot of luck um, and you think your stuff is garbage, go and watch Fantastic Four 1994 on YouTube. Watch the whole movie. You'll think of yourself. You'll re-inspire to do better. Um, and I think you will. And don't worry. We will eventually see your movie and judge you. And... <laughs> And there's also a documentary about that movie that never got made, about the Fantastic... Or that got made but never got shown. Wow. <clears throat> there is a full-on documentary for it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Is this the, tro- the documentary is actually pretty good. <laughs> is this Tropic Thunder 2? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Tropic. The greatest documentary about the movie that never got made twice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's my thoughts. And I think I think they've done it really well. What, what do you guys, guys want to see? So there's obviously been... You know, Easter eggs and hints on stuff, and you read stuff on the internet about who may be the next big bad or what may be the next character coming out. Um, I saw a lot of trailers about future movies coming out, a lot of good things, but who did you guys want to see of anybody, whether it be a hero, villain, or, or a situation? Um, I think I'm probably most excited about the What If series, the oh, animated yeah, series yeah. is coming out, because <laughs> it kind of goes down like what... and. and no spoilers here. What Loki is is touching. Oh, on by the way, series. I finished it, so we. Could... Oh, you did. I oh, did. Okay, okay. But what if everybody else didn't finish? Yeah. It? Well, spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know how Loki talks about you know time travel and variants, different variations of himself and the, the multiverse universe. Yes. <laughs> um, this is kind of the what if show is going to be like. Okay, well, what if Loki was the one that got the hammer, or what if? Vision was actually, you know, the age, in the Age of Ultron, turned bad. You know, it's it's like different versions of the characters and what would happen if things were different. Okay. And I think it's easier for them to accomplish this as an animated series because it cuts down a whole lot on the CG stuff. 
and you can have all the voice actors in there that you want, and they only have to be on set for a day. They don't mm -hmm. have to worry about going through makeup, going through you know fight training, any of that. They just show up, voice act, done. <laughs> and they can have like millions of different variations come out of this. And you can have Mark Hamill do some of the voices. I mean, he does a lot of the if they, if, DC if Mark ones, Hamill's but... in there, I'm I'm gonna shit myself. That, that, would, be, that would be awesome. I don't think he's allowed to do that because he is the Joker. <laughs> he is. He is the uh, as one of my friends says, he is the best Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, as far as voice acting, but I, although I, I, I would say physically, Jack Nicholas is my favorite. Yeah. Even though Heath Ledger did great, Jack Nicholas was still. My all-time favorite. It's kind of like when you when you're around that time frame. Like yeah. for me, like Michael Keaton will always be my Batman. You know, like you know, and then you get people older than me that's like Adam West will always be their Batman, and then yep. younger kids it's like Christian Bale always be their Batman. And I don't, I hope nobody's like Ben Affleck's my Batman. No, no but one, no one selects Batman. <laughs> no, I, I, I like Ben Affleck, but I wasn't. He didn't do a bad job in that. But I, Michael Keaton will always be my Batman. So we're on the same movie at least. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Um, uh, what about you, Patrick? Like, what do you what do you think? I am really looking forward to Multiverse of Madness with uh, Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. because I remember reading an interview um, that the original director they had signed on. They're like, "This is going to be Disney's version of a horror movie." So I was like, "I feel like I can handle that." So <laughs> I know I, you're afraid of horror. Yes. Okay. But oh, welcome to our horror movie. <laughs> yeah. I want to feel like I can handle that. <laughs> well, you got to be careful actually with that because number one, it's. Kind of horrorish. Number two, mm -hmm. I believe it has rings in it. Oh. Aren't there rings? In it? Just oh, don't man. take a date yeah. to that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you yeah. were, if I were you, don't be dating anyone when yeah. you see it. Trust me, not gonna be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the original director is like, this is gonna be really dark and it's gonna be a little horry, but we're gonna do a lot of weird shit with it. And Disney's like, but we kind of need you to do this. He's like, but this is not. My idea is the right idea. They're like. Our idea says you're fired. <laughs> so, and then they brought in a new one who more conform to what Disney and Kevin Feige wants. I can so, picture them having an argument and be like, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still intrigued to see what they do because they signed off on a lot, but they, apparently the breaking point was like horror, horror. Like, mm, sorry, bro. No. <laughs> so they're still going to make it dark and a little twisted, and it ties into the WandaVision show because she's going to be in that movie too. And going back to Loki, we've created the multiverse, so... And this one is going to like wildly expand on this. Mm -hmm. So I really want to see what their plan is. Because Phase 4, they've already announced all the movies. But we don't know what those movies are going to entail. And now that we have the multiverse back and we know Kang has already been cast and he's going to be in a few things. Well, he's They're doing a whole bunch of multiverse now. Like mm -hmm. So the new Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be mm -hmm. that. Quantum the, the new Spider-Man <laughs> No Way Home. Yep. That might be what they're you know referring to in the No Way Home is that, well, of course, they you know can't tell Tom Holland because he can't keep a secret for nothing. Yeah. Telephone, tell a friend, tell a Holland. <laughs> but Andrew Garfield has gone on record saying, no, I'm not going to be in that movie. But Tobey Maguire is oddly quiet. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not a confirming or denying. And he's my favorite Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Like, I love Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I thought he... The only thing I hated about that movie is, like, in every issue of... Or every canon verse of Spider-Man, he always had to make his own webs, but Tobey Maguire just came out of his verse. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, they didn't, like, that Toby, uh, that Spider-Man wasn't smart enough to do it, so, like, we have to do something. Sam Raimi's like, just have it come out of his wrist, put it, like, a little spider whip well, thing there. Well, there was actually a version of, at some point in the comics, he does get organic. Yeah, weapons. that's when he was starting to, like, turn into a physical spider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't want to go into Man-Spider that yeah. early on. <laughs> Which, actually, that was Sam Raimi, I, I, I heard, or I read, that he actually got that idea from James Cameron. Really? Yep. 
that, that. that he was like James Cas James Cameron was originally slated to do Spider Man, and then he, um, you know, I, I don't know what happened, but anyway, he, he, in, he in said, one of the scripts he, he was writing that he should have organic web of Sam Raimi like that idea. Oh, okay. James Cameron said, "No thanks, I'm gonna go do this space last of the Mohicans." <laughs> <laughs> that was Avatar, by the way. <laughs> Pound sign, Avatar. <laughs> Either that or Dances with Wolves. Pick, take your pick. <laughs> but I, I, I like that too. And I'm, for me, I'm, I'm hoping to see, um, you know, we've, we've had the one big bag, Thanos, you know, and, and we've seen and some villains. And everyone thinks King is going to be the next big bad. And that's what they think. So he's he was originally slated until they brought him out in Loki. So mm-hmm. he was originally slated to show up first in Quantumanium. Yeah. Man and Wasp because mm-hmm. he is a time traveler. That's yeah. what he does. He goes around causing kind of like opposite of, or kind of like Loki's he makes mischief all over you know um, but <laughs> but his shenanigans are evil shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> I swear to god anyone says shenanigans one more time I'm gonna piss away <laughs> hey what's hey Farva what's that restaurant you like you know the one with all the goofy shit on the wall oh you mean shenanigans <laughs> oh <laughs> put those away <laughs> I'm actually I would I would really like to see um, uh, who is it well number one I want this I want to see them redo Dormammu because okay. I don't think they did him Dormammu. real justice in or Dormammu, Dormammu, <laughs> the bad guy from Doctor Strange. <laughs> I wish to bargain. Um, <laughs> Potato, but, tomato, it's the same thing. Or like you know, once now that they have you know they're going to be getting the Fantastic yeah. Four, like have Galactus in there because that right. would be yeah, huge. Yeah, he's he was one of the huge ones yep. throughout throughout their side. Now one of them that I, I it's been rumored, so there's no confirmation either way is uh, Mephisto. And which would tie into yeah, WandaVision. Everyone thinks he was supposed to be in WandaVision. <laughs> everyone thinks he was going to be in Loki. But everyone wants him to be. I don't think they have any plans to bring in that dark son of a bitch. No, but the thing to is, though, the Disney MCU. But movies. the thing is, though, what they did with it is because Mephisto was in the comics. He was a part of why she had those kids. Like that was DNA from him. Yeah. So she. But they wrote it off in the show of she was having a wildly big mental breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't, now you don't know though. So now with the multiverse, there could be another version where because if you remember at the end too, she she hears the kids like yelling or screaming or calling for her. Well, I think she's also still batshit. Oh well, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, if she can, not to mention that herself. there's there's still a you know fully weaponized Vision running around, yeah, all yeah. white. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, I, so I would like to see a lot of that. Um, Obviously, I don't know if it's in the cards. I would like to see maybe now that they've created this multiverse, you know, you can now bring back characters. Um, I heard they're going to be doing like a series with Captain America. I believe they're going to actually have Chris Evans. I haven't heard about that. Possibly one. being being taken back over in in, in a role. Um, but yeah, it'd, just, it'd be nice because then you could bring Tony Stark back. So is do he like doing that with still with Agent Carter? Is that like I'm not one hundred percent sixties? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be like a. Kind of like a side thing, like supposed to be kind of how Black Widow was. Maybe it's a series oh, like so, in between. So Red Guardian actually did fight Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's when he was like Captain Britain. You know, he's the, he's the Red Guardian. <laughs> I mean, it could be a series too. Like I would really like to see, even though it didn't in it, it, the movie timeline, it didn't last that long. But like there's in the series, Captain America became Nomad. Like when he left, when after they got busted up in Civil War and he yeah. escaped. You know, he went on his own. He got the beard, but that's when he actually gave up the Captain America persona and became yeah. the character known he gave as Nomad. Up the shield, yeah. yeah. And that would be an interesting side series. See what he was like as Nomad, like yeah. in that time frame. Now, again, 
the MCU's already created a specific timeline that doesn't allow that much time there, so maybe it could be a mini We kind of literally nuked that in Loki, though. We could literally do anything now. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's the beauty of it with the, with the, with the multiverse and, and the you know the quantum realm. Like they've opened up the doors to where they could literally do it exactly like the comic books, where nobody's ever ever truly gone or truly dead. Yeah, and There's they could just throw in version. one line of dialogue. Oh, because you know. Scott Lang did this. Now we could do all of this. Yep. And there you go. <laughs> and if I swear to God, if I don't see Owen Wilson on a jet ski, my heart's gonna <laughs> that's, break. It's like everybody's biggest dream. It's like, what did you think? <laughs> like so many years ago, when you first saw Owen Wilson, I just want to see him on a jet ski. It's one time. Uh, that's the power of the MCU. They yes, make it you is. Want to see Owen Wilson on a jet ski. <laughs> the Nerdist.com posted an article where they wrote in a backstory for Owen Wilson's character, <laughs> but they cut it out of the show. Oh. Because uh, I don't want to get into. I think the, I think what I would love to see, besides him on a jet ski, I would love to see a scene in season two, where he's walking around with Loki doing whatever is Morpheus, and all of a Mobius. sudden Mobius, 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 same, not, not, not yeah. yeah, no, sorry about that. So, sorry, sorry about that for those Canadians out there. No Matrix here, yeah, no Matrix here. It's, it's multiverse, not Matrix. No. Multi Matrix first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to see you see Owen Wilson. And all of a sudden, uh, Vince Vaughn comes walking in. He's like, hey, Baba Ganoush. <laughs> <laughs> so who are we this time? <laughs> We're variant crashers. Yeah, variant crashers. <laughs> I like it. And then they just show up to one realm with Will Ferrell in the background. Who the hell are you? I almost done chucked you. <laughs> well, because the, 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 the Wilson brothers, they, they split up. So one went MCU, one went DC. Yeah. You know, Luke Wilson's doing that TV show Stargirl on CW. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about CW stuff. I won't get into that really right now. We can talk about it later. But, you know, it's funny how, like, the brothers really kind of stay within the same realm, but on mm-hmm. opposite sides. Like, you don't, you wonder if they fought a lot when they were kids. Like, I'm right. doing the exact opposite. <laughs> but you're going to be in Marvel? Well, fuck you. I'm going to go be in DC. <laughs> Well, I know, right? I mean, well, I mean, there's been so many crossovers. I mean, like, take Michael Keaton. You know, he was Batman, then he was a Vulture. You know, yeah. so, you know there have been people that crossed over, I think. Um, I would actually personally like to see, even though he did the show and they brought him out, I would love to see them bring Coulson back at some point. Right. Agent Coulson. Yeah. Go into the movies? Such a... Go back in. Well, they, you know, they kind of did, you know, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, really back in, like, the right. present day, you know, because he had such, like like a charisma about him like his character was so laid back but oh, yeah, interesting yeah. that you it's a character you want to see come his, back his banter between mm-hmm. you know him him and Tony is just awesome yeah, exactly. I never saw the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so I don't know if his character is still around yeah I, I didn't either I watched Me neither, like, so. Yeah. so we all want this but we don't know if it's possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I mean you got the multiverse that's true and you got the quantum realm <laughs> and you got variants anything's possible <laughs> I mean, I, I still love his line he tells to Tony. He's like, he's like, I have the ability to keep you here as long as possible. If you try to escape, I will, I will tase you and go watch like Nanny McBride or whatever. <laughs> Gilmore Girls or something. Like that. Yeah, the impossible <laughs> nanny. And eat a donut while you drool on the yeah, floor. Yeah, while you drool on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so I gotta ask you this. I know there's been so many movies. Um, so many good scenes, so many good lines. Is there one specific quote that has ever stuck out to you from any movie that you just, like, you always remember from any of them? Like, just something that's, and we talked about being quotable people, so. Um, I would have to say, and it's more for how it came to be in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, it's from Thor Ragnarok, where uh, Thor is about to square off uh, against the way, uh, across the way from the Hulk, and, um, He's looking up at Loki. He's like, Loki, look who it is. And he's like, it's, 
he's like all happy. It's like, it's the Hulk. Hey, he's a friend from work. Like that line yeah. was not in there. Like they had a kid on set that day who was there, you know, from Make a Wish, and and he was, you know, going over. He wanted to meet Chris Hemsworth, and he was going over his lines. Like he was watching them film it and everything. And the guy says, you, uh, or the kid says, you know, it would be really cool if you said, you know, he's a friend from work because you know you guys were Avengers together. And so they like did a couple of takes. They finally threw that one in there, and everybody loved it. And it just stuck in the movie. <laughs> Thanks, make a wish, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, make a wish for making lines. <laughs> Sorry you're gonna die soon, but uh, we appreciate your. Hopefully input. you survive. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Hopefully you're we, doing we well do and that. recovering. <laughs> Pound sign, stay living. We'll see you at work. <laughs> uh, no, that is a good line. I do like that. Yeah. What about you, Patrick? Any? Yeah. Um, actually, it's from Thor Ragnarok as well. Just. And it may have been a way because Chris Hemsworth delivered this line. He's like, I remember one time me and my brother were playing, and he's like, he knows I'm afraid of snakes. And our friend came over with a box and opened it. It was a snake. And then Loki popped that one, ah, and then stabbed me. <laughs> 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 the way Chris uh, Hemsworth, or Thor, told that story was really quick, really fast. Basically, goes, ah, and then he stabbed me. <laughs> I about peed myself laughing so hard. <laughs> it's not like he scared him. He also yeah. stabbed him. Yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of people glaze over that. Yeah. It's like, it's like Stab me! <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the funniest line ever in the DCU, uh, DC, MCU. And you see Loki at the back giggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, both good, man. And then I, mine isn't really from Thor Ragnarok. I got a couple of them, but um, they're from Endgame. But uh, mm. the the one is is everybody's, and you can't you can't deny that I love you three thousand. It's not yeah. just. Oh, not it's only a, a heartfelt, but it's, it's a great line, though. Just something now. Mm. You know, a million people are saying that to their oh, significant others or kids. T-shirts. Yeah, it's everywhere. Pocketbooks. It's engraved yeah. on engagement rings and somewhere. shit like that now. I guarantee you that that has happened. There's been yeah. an engagement ring where some, yep. you know, some nerding out guys like, oh, my wife is going to love her, my future wife. It's, Hopefully she it's says been yes. in vows for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, though, and it's more of like a sentiment, well, kind of sentimental line, but it, it's it's really true, and I like it in Endgame where they go... Um, they lose all almost all the pin particles, so they're they're almost out, and they have to go back. And it's him and Chris Evans go back even further in time to mm. back to the military base. And he runs Tony Stark runs into his father Howard Stark, and they're talking for a while. And then there's a scene where him and Howard are, are chatting and stuff, and Howard's telling him about his you know about to have a kid, and you know asking him about his kid and all this other stuff. And he said you know talks about his dad and how he thought he was hard on him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, but he did always say one thing. He's like, what's that? Or, and he's like, no amount of money ever bought a second of time. Yeah. Mm. And it's actually the truest statement to anything we do in life. Exactly. I'm not trying to get too serious here, <laughs> but it, but it's a, it's a great line. And it's something you can use in any day life. And I think, mm. so for me, it's like, just like that, like that's stuff that catches me. Right. Like hearing those, that good dialogue, but just hearing a quote like that is just amazing. Now there's been a million sayings like obviously you can laugh at in the what is it uh the second avengers age of ultron where they're fighting and, and he said wait can i can we all stop and address that cap said you know, uh, language language, language yeah. <laughs> so but you know stuff like that that you know it's pretty funny um or you know the banter in the elevator when they're talking about thor's hammer and he's like so what if the hammer is in the elevator he's like and the elevator goes up is it hammer's not sentient yep elevator's not sentient you know but also like for for Tony, you know, all of us being movie bucks, I mean, every time, every time Iron Man, you would would make fun of someone, he would do it in a movie way, you mm. know. For uh, for Hawkeye, all right, clench up Legolas as he's taking <laughs> him yep. on the roof. Yep. Um, uh, Thor's, you know, in Ragnarok, his code to enter in the to get into the plane is Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then he messes with him in Endgame. Watch out, Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> to the side, Lebowski. <laughs> but I think I think that's what's cool about it is that you know those movies also all of them have that mix, and I think this is where the brilliance also comes into. Not not to mention all the other stuff we talked about is you know they mix the the comedy, the suspense. You know the the action. You know, so you know you'd be sad one minute, you're laughing the next minute, you're crying maybe the next minute later. You know, whoa, so whoa, whoa. you cried during Endgame. I did. I, I did not. Well, you have no soul. Um, <laughs> someone, you did not get the Soul Stone apparently, and that escalated quickly. <laughs> so if I ever have to make sure that I get the Soul Stone, I'm bringing you with me. <laughs> you're gonna toss me up the goddamn cliff? Yes, I will. Am I'll I that get... important to you? Thank you. You should have cried. <laughs> And Actually, then in reality, he doesn't get the soul stone. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I probably in reality, he just pushed me off a building down yeah, the yeah. block. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I want to do that. Man. Next time you're mad at someone, bring him to the top of a building. I'm trying to get the soul stone. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's for a good cause. You don't even like me. Oh, I truly love you. Just go ahead. <laughs> they already did the snap. No, it didn't work. <laughs> We're not going to keep doing this, all right? <laughs> That'd be great if you had like a serial killer. He's like, and, and finally the cops catch him. I was like, what are you doing? I just wanted to get the soul I'm stone. I'm trying man. to get the soul, soul stone. stone. <laughs> I'm trying to stop Thanos, all right? He's going to snap his fingers. You guys are going to be gone. I'm here to help you. <laughs> you don't understand this. <laughs> they weren't even important people, all right? <laughs> you know, these are the guys staying at home collecting unemployment right now still. <laughs> but but I, I overall, I think uh, I think that's uh, you know pretty good. I, I think they really just... Did everything right, so yes, yeah. you can cry, you can laugh, you can be on the edge of your seat, you can be, you know, cheering, and then be like, oh, and then sad. So I think the way they, I think they've incorporated that in almost every movie, you know, in, in every way. There's just all those, um, those, those actions and you know, and, yeah. and tearjerker moments and stuff, right. and they somehow make it make it through all around. So I think they just did a really really good job overall, and I I hope they keep it up, and I think I know they will, and as long as Kevin's still in charge of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I know he ain't going anywhere because he's got to be making a pretty penny. Oh, he's doing making a stuff. lot of fucking money right now. Oh, yeah. So he's probably not going anywhere mm. anytime soon. He's and... like, all I have to do is look over Marvel movies? I mean... Well, you, you know he what... wipes his brow. Oh, man, $100,000? Woo, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Where did I pick up this toilet paper money from? <laughs> well, you know there's probably like all these other uh, production companies that are trying to do like, hey, we got an idea for a big franchise. Like, you know, they're all begging for him like, yeah. like we want him to do this like hey look what he did here could you design the framework yeah. <laughs> I mean, we will pay you 10% less than what you're making now 100 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh man well we're getting close to the to the end of time here guys but we really enjoy talking about the MCU we, we'll be discussing more stuff about it later on in other episodes uh, but we just wanted to focus on this because as I said at the beginning you know it's it's been a big phenomenon for well over a decade and, and going to be going on for hopefully many more decades long after we're gone yes 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 <laughs> um, and hopefully that's a long time from now but uh, <laughs> yeah that's what I said <laughs> but 2020 wasn't rough. We, yeah. we definitely have a yeah. lot of years left on our life. At least there's Marvel. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so that's our time, guys. So, again, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week for Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrano. I'm Gavin Butts. And I am Patrick Stan the Man Wall. <laughs> Remember, guys, you can always catch us on our website, movietalksandchill.com, anchor.fm uh, forward slash movie talks and chill. Um, for our podcast, you can also catch us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we'll be uh, posting some snippets on our YouTube channel as well, Movie Talks and Chill at YouTube.com. Uh, take care, and we'll see you next time.